Welcome back to another episode of Before the Storm podcast. Jared Alator along with James Parsons by my side. And we're going to get into some Oklahoma State football. They played on the blue turf in Boise, Idaho just this last weekend and edged it out for the victory 21-20. It was certainly a good one at times and including a big first down conversion to basically win the game kale cabinets for a the walk-on a, the walk-on kid with a huge play perhaps the biggest play of his life so far maybe he'll, maybe he'll have some more down the line it definitely was the biggest play of his life so far because that was <laughs> the first catch he'd ever had in a college football game just a, and a, what a one to have it was certainly one to have you took it right out of my mouth and what was your biggest takeaways you can even have two if you want your biggest takeaways from this game in Boise, it was a 10 nothing start. Then there goes Jalen Warren for one play, 75 yards to the end zone. And then Oklahoma State basically edges it out. Get more comfortable, but edges it out. What's your biggest uh, takeaways from what are your biggest takeaways from this game? My biggest takeaways from this game is the the running game finally got established in this game after the first two games of it being non-existent. And then I think my other you know, takeaway from this would be that our defense, our defense is probably going to be the reason we win games. Our defense is amazing. And Malcolm Rodriguez, I believe, is still leading the NCAA in tackles, in uh, solo tackles. And basically made it won us the game or, you know, at least gave us that edge in halftime with that uh, forced fumble. And then we turned around and turned it into a score right before halftime. So uh, big, big ups to him, big ups to our defense, big ups to the Oklahoma State team, you know, after, you know, switching it around and completely switching it from more of a throwing offense to all running in this game. You know, like we said, you know, the the seven yards of uh, passing going into halftime, which was awful. But that was that was my biggest two takeaways would be the run game and the defense. Definitely an improvement on the run game. And then you mentioned the defense with Malcolm Rodriguez. It seems like every game, after every game, you look at the stat sheet and, and he just leads the defense in tackles. He is the leader of that defense, for sure. The leader of the defense, the heart of the defense, for sure. And there are many great pieces. You could say that uh, there were two main people of this game, and that was Warren and Rodriguez. Yeah. Those two guys, you know, they carried the def- one carried the defense and the other one carried our offense. <laughs> exactly. And Jalen Warren, you talk about 32 carries for 218 yards and I mean if you're going to have that many carries in a game, you're going to have 218 yards. You better hope so. Yeah, averaging 6.8 a run and that's what Mike Gundy said he wanted in the last presser after the Tulsa game, he said, well, I we need to get the uh, running average up a little bit more. They, and that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened here. And there you go uh, with Jalen Warren sparking a huge score. Uh, it seemed like Boise State seemed to be running away with it on offense in the first quarter. It was a crazy game, the crazy game, because of, like, uh, it was really weird because, like, the team, you know, started out, Boise State started out just going, like, just taking it to us. Uh, our defense seemed to be, like, on their heels a little bit, and they, they, you know, they were just going. And then all of a sudden, we get the 75-yard 
run by Warren, and then our offense kind of started getting going. And then after that, it was kind of it kind of slowed down again, and then you know freaking went right back into uh, feeding Warren, and our, our defense ended up giving us a uh, help towards that as well. But I don't know. It was just it was it was an interesting game, and then there was no scoring in the second half, which was wild as well. Uh, you know the block kick. Uh, I'm sure you were going to talk about that, but yeah, it, it was it was a wild one, you know, and the, some of the penalties and stuff like that. It was the Smurf turf, you know, it really uh, brought out the craziness uh, for this one. It did. Now Jason Taylor, the one who will get credit for the blocked field goal, and he's made some big plays in his OSU career. He had the scoop and score in last year's Kansas State game, and then he has the blocked field goal on the road in Boise, and. You look at this uh, Boise State crowd, and it's not just the blue turf, but their fans. I mean, they, they are very loyal and faithful, and they are loud there when when Boise State is there to play it's at a home. Tough place and, to play in, right? You saw a lot of orange, though. A lot of orange in the stands representing. I, I was a bit surprised to see that. I was much. a little surprised as well because we haven't played that great this season. Uh, like mm-hmm. Oklahoma State has not played very well, uh, mm-hmm. but a lot of faithful fans. A lot of faithful fans for yeah. sure. Yeah, and to think about Kansas State for a minute here, you talk about last game and how it it, in the first half of last year's Kansas State game just seemed to be really really difficult to get something going on the offensive side and for the way Kansas was playing it it seemed like a a very irritating rare professional style of play where they would they'd play bully ball they'd run up the middle they'd throw it in the flat to their fullbacks and tight ends and they they would get some positive yardage and then eventually get first downs and move the ball and move the ball and move the ball. It's a very irritating way of playing. I will say that. But it gets the job done. And they're number 25 in the country. How do you see this game fairing out? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's <laughs> I really don't know. It's unpredictable, it's, isn't it? Our, our offense is confusing me. This, or, you know, Oklahoma State's offense has been very confusing. Because, uh, you know, the first two games, you know, the, you know, the first game, uh, Spencer Sanders didn't play. And Illingsworth mm-hmm. was the starter. And we started out that game with a lot of great passes and great drives. And also, it's understandable, you know, like last game, we had a lot of our, our most of our receiving core was out yeah. against Boise State. But in like the goal and against uh, Golden Hurricanes, you know, against Tulsa, we had a, a, just the passing game was more relevant. And then we just completely switched it up. So I don't know what kind of offense we're going to get. Maybe, mm. maybe we bring it all together and we just have and a super explosive offense now or maybe it all falls apart and we lose to Kansas State <laughs> so I hope not but uh, I, I, don't, I don't know I think it might it'll be another close one you know, we won by five against the Bears we won against five against the Golden Hurricanes and then we win a game by one against the Broncos you know it's it's been a all our games have been real close you know the Oklahoma State keeping it tight you know you know putting uh putting some years on my heart because it's, it's it's hard to watch sometimes gives but, you a heart attack sometimes yeah, 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 huh? yeah. And, you know <laughs> might drive you to drinking or something and i'm just, I'm just kidding i'm just playing but uh i don't know we come in as a was a seven and a half point favorite yeah I, I, i'm looking at it right now on espn it says oklahoma state six 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 point zero six okay they must have changed it must have yeah I heard I, I've heard I've been hearing things originally as like nine and a half. Yeah, and see, I'm on a Bleacher eight, Report as well, and Bleacher Report is also giving a six. Six. Okay. So that's still a little high, in my opinion. We could we could go to our on the line segment right now, and we we could 
break out a prediction right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna go against the line. I'm gonna go against the line. I'm gonna too, go I against think. the line. <laughs> we haven't won a game this year. It's not even close. By six. I I'm I am really surprised if these Las Vegas Superbook people or whoever is is in charge of this. Well, I I'm going against this line entirely. Well, it opened at eight and a half. Opened at eight and a half. Okay. And sixty two percent of bets are going more towards uh, Kansas State covering that, and thirty eight percent are going towards Oklahoma State. So that mm-hmm. definitely, other people agree with us. Yeah. They agree with <laughs> us that uh, this line might be a little bit bad, because you know, like I said just a little bit ago, our first two games we won by five, and right. then we just won against Boise State mm-hmm. by one. So we haven't won a game by six yet. <laughs> so how are we favored by six? Well, Missouri but, uh, State. Well, I think. Tulsa was five. Missouri State, I think, was a touchdown. I think it was. It was six. Twenty-three, sixteen. Twenty-three. Yeah. Sixteen. So seven. My bad. My bad. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. No. That's my fault. Oh, absolutely. And you know, you think about Kansas State and the way they play, and they're ranked. Oklahoma State is not. And from way they the way they played last year, I I would not be surprised if they edged it out, or won it this year. you're saying Kansas State wins? Yeah, Kansas State. Might win Kansas it. State. Win. I'm going to say right now, Kansas well, you're State. You're saying Kansas State wins. I'm going to say Kansas State wins and goes. I'm going to go completely against the line and say Kansas State wins. Oh wow, 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 wow. wow. <laughs> Maybe a little bit bold there. Right? A little bit bold, uh, but uh, I understand it. I understand it. Uh, Oklahoma State really hasn't given any fan their fans a reason to mm-hmm. uh, expect them to win this season. So it's it's going to be an interesting one for sure. Uh, both teams come in three and zero. Uh, the first game for conference play for both teams as well, so it'll be it'll be a good one to watch. And uh, well, you know the Wildcats come in ranked 25th. Oklahoma State has been kind of bounced around a little bit in the votes for yeah. uh, the rankings, but to come in unranked, I believe. And uh, so this ought to be a good one. This ought to be a good one. I, I think if I have a prediction, I, I say we win this one, but it, we don't win by much. No. If, if anything, we win by like a field goal. I I, I would agree. It, either way, the Kansas State or us, whoever wins, uh, like I said, I predict that we will win by a field goal. But I say it's a close one, very close. I could see that, and but I, I'm still going to go Kansas State, but close. So you're going Oklahoma State close. I'm going Kansas State. Close. I uh, I believe that we can pull the you know Oklahoma State can pull it out, but uh, our defense is the only reason, is the only thing that keeps yeah. us in games. So our defense is going to have to keep it up. I I just realized i did not i had not er, realized this earlier in the season that 10 out of the 11 starters on the defense are seniors well for the oklahoma state so a lot of a lot of you know guys out there that have played a lot of games you know they, they've seen a lot of field they've seen a they've played a lot of football so i think that for us that's what's going to win us games this season all the way through is our defense and hopefully you know uh, you know, say a prayer, do something, do a rain dance, something, I don't know, <laughs> and pray that that uh, we don't have any injuries, you know. Because no. our defense, like I said, is going to win us games this season, in, in my opinion. Uh, I ha- I kind of had a little bit of mixed emotions coming into the the Boise State game, but mm. definitely, definitely they, they kept us in it. Because at the second half, there, nobody scored. Neither team scored. It was all defense. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was all defense, and it's basically a repeat of 2020. Thinking about our defense, just pulling through, and that's what it's going to have to be Definitely. this time around. Oh yeah, and 
no doubt about it. And for the as for the rain dance, <laughs> they, they better they better stick to Stillwater and not at OBU and Shawnee. That the Baptist campus won't allow that. <laughs> 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 but before I say any more on that, we'll go to the NFL right now and go to the game of the night. The Ravens edge out. Oh man. The Chiefs, 36-35. What, what a game, wasn't it? What a game. And it started out very sloppy for Lamar Jackson throwing that pick six to the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew. Some of these close ones, man. You know, I Oklahoma, love it. I Oklahoma love State it. wins by one and then <laughs> and then, you know, the Baltimore wins by one. <laughs> little uh they got a little more excuse than we do. Yeah. But, well it yeah. seems like Kansas State's I'm sorry, Kansas State. Oh, sorry. Kansas sorry. City's got you mixed offense. Up. Yeah, I, I did. Kansas City's offense was rolling, especially in the second half. And maybe even the one of the plays of the year, you got Mahomes scrambling out to the right, throwing over the middle to Kelsey. Al Michaels goes, what else is new? And then Kelsey rumbles his way from the 40 to the 30 and gets a block. And then all, the, the nose tackle brings him down in the end zone, and he scores a touchdown. And by that point, I thought, okay, the Chiefs are rolling, and this is the flow of the offense, and this is not going to stop. Okay? But – you got the Ravens with Lamar Jackson, and you know Lamar Jackson. I mean, he can be just as clutch as any other quarterback in the league. And Lamar Jackson had a rough start in this. He game, did have a rough start. But he did played very well towards the end. He, he made really some. Big, he made some big plays. Yeah, made some big plays, especially. He had 239 yards passing, and I think mm -hmm. he had a he had over 100 rushing as well. So yeah, so he definitely picked it back up from you know early on. He threw a pick six. So. It was it was a great game. It was a great game. Yeah. Uh, his QBR was uh, not very good though for this game, as he did throw two picks, mm -hmm. yeah. and one of those was a pick six, and he also got sacked. But you know he he threw a touchdown, rushed for two of them, rushed for two touchdowns. Uh, so in the end, it, he played well. It just I don't know. It, definitely some points you could make for improvement from him. Yeah, no, definitely. And as for any star quarterback, this is. The team; th these are the teams you think about whenever you think of the up and coming, the future of the NFL. They're already here. I mean, I, we've been saying future, I feel like, for a couple of years, but let's be honest; it's already here, and these are already Super Bowl contending teams. You've, oh yeah, you've got Lamar Jackson on one end and Patrick Mahomes on another end. And Patrick and, Mahomes, you know, they already have a ring. There, yeah. he's already been to the Super Bowl multiple times, a couple times, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, and so it's almost expected now from him. Yeah, every season coming in, the Chiefs are just expected now to be good, and this was a good one though. It was a great game. Uh, you could say that maybe the Clyde Edwards-Alaire fumble was very hot, very big point of this mm -hmm. game. Right. But I, I never want to put an entire loss on one play. Right. Of course. No. You know, there's no. You can't say that one fumble was the reason that Baltimore scored 36 points. So. Right. So well, there's other plays in the game, but it was a big. It was a bit very like important part right there and uh you know in in the end baltimore pulls it out and wins by one but they do and lamar jackson has a couple of highlight plays himself has a couple of jump throws that was, <laughs> that was interesting that was so interesting to see and he threw it to hollywood brown who for mm -hmm. i believe like almost a 60 yard touchdown or something like that or yeah four, i don't remember it was it was a big play it was a big touchdown big play big play hollywood had over 100 receiving yards he had 113 receiving yards in this game Tyson Williams, you know, I, I don't, I can't even count the running back, the fourth running back. Latavis Murray is like the, what, the fifth running back. 
I don't even know anymore. Devontae Freeman had a couple of carries, too. So they're going to continue to work. Lamar Jackson is already comfortable running the football. We all know that. But as soon as these running backs start to get a little more comfortable out there, get themselves more reps, they have some confidence. They have a great offensive line. Uh, they got Alejandro Villanueva from Pittsburgh, the big 6'8 guy, the, the USAA guy in, the, in those commercials. Uh, so I think a, a great game overall. And you want to, we can even get in the line. This, oh, this will be our. All right, we can do that. But I want to say, I want to say, for one sure, more absolutely. Thing. I think Baltimore could have won this game by a lot more. If they'd have played one person, Tylen Wallace. <laughs> if Tylen Wallace would have seen the field, they wouldn't have won. It wouldn't have been a close one, you know. We, we, can we count that as a bold prediction? Uh, <laughs> if you want to, if you want to, it, it's a little, always it's a little overly get, bold, you always know. To, always fun to get some in there, you know, even when it's. <laughs> I just, in, I just wanted to throw it in, you know, you know, <laughs> go pokes, baby, you know. Yeah, through and through, orange, you know, bleed orange. <laughs> Tylen Wallace, the. Uh, one of the new members of the NFL and the NFL's Baltimore Ravens. Maybe hope to see some reps from him this year. Hopefully. We've been saying that, you know, since week one. Uh-huh. I mean, it's going into week three now. He hasn't seen the field. <laughs> Getting a little little worried. Well they, got, well, they also got, they got DuVernay as well as Hollywood Brown, Mark Andrews. I wonder how that uh, that locker room you know, goes with them two OU Sammy guys. Watkins. You know? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. The OU yeah. guys, you know. Uh, OU, Andrews OU. and Hollywood are, uh, gra- uh, you know, came from Oklahoma, right? And then you got Tylen Wallace from Oklahoma State. Yeah. One, of the, one of them, maybe a little, uh, little rivalry in the yeah, locker room. Little, maybe? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, hey, you know, if uh, there's some hand fighting or towel fighting in the locker room, and Wallace is over there, like, you know, hey, maybe if we had just a little bit better play calling, uh, we would have beat you guys. Okay. If, uh, if we can get a, an inside scoop in the Ravens locker room, please uh, let us know. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Our last segment, we'll get into the lines of next week's NFL matchups. You've got the Saints and Patriots. Saints fell 26-7 to the Carolina Panthers. Panthers are now 2-0 on the year. So Saints-Patriots are now 1-1. Patriots got their first win of the year. And uh, it's New England by three in Gillette. New England by three. New England like New by th- favored New, by three? New England by three mm. in Gillette Stadium. Mm. Interesting. Between the Saints With and the rookie Patriots. quarterback, mm-hmm. and kind of just a thrown together receiving court. <laughs> Nelson Aguilar, Jacoby Myers, mm. and then you know you got the Saints with those guys. Like <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know who. Maybe it might have been a fluke week one. Maybe it was just the Packers did not show up because. They played. They didn't do very good at all. Their defense. Alvin Kamara was. I believe he had five rushing yards. Wow. Five rushing yards against the Panthers, and then he had. He did. He did all right, like receiving wise, like out of the backfield. But rushing wise, I think he only had five. And Mm. Alvin Kamara is supposed to be, you know, like a top three running back in this league. Yeah. And that's pretty bad, in my opinion. (laughs) I don't. I didn't know that Carolina had that good of a defense. I guess the Saints' defense made it look like Aaron Rodgers could not, literally, not do anything. It was the worst loss of his career. And then they, and then nothing happens against the Panthers. I I almost, I was very confused. I'll say this, and I I was going to say that I, I think they're a very confusing team right now. But I I think they're going to, I, I still think they're going to be fine. And they, with all, with all their personnel and the coaching and Sean Payton and his oh yeah offensive mind, I think they're going to be just fine. But they they are a little bit they look a little bit awkward right now. It might be still like you know we might have it might have been just really hyped I guess for week one and it also it could be saying you know the Packers just didn't show up. Uh, mm. But this team 
might is also still trying to get into the feel of this brand new quarterback. I know that they mm. had all of training camp with Winston, but uh, going from you know a guy like Drew Brees who never threw long passes or you know most of every pass was at most you know twenty yards down the field. Mm. Uh, you know it's a it's a big difference. It's a big difference, a big change. You know Winston's a little more more mobile as well than breezes so maybe this team is still trying to adjust trying to make that change uh Mm -hmm. i don't know i'll give him the benefit of the doubt on that game but uh i i I don't know i don't know if i would take that cover uh with the patriots favored by three uh i don't know i think that the the saints come in wanting you know wanting more to prove themselves Mm -hmm. Uh, so I, i i don't know I'm, I'm more of a, I'm more lean towards being a Patriots fan as well, so it's kind of uh-huh. hard to say. But I, I I think I would not take that line. I think I think the Saints cover that. I I would agree. I think I think the Saints do cover. Uh, I think it's not New England by three. I think in fact it's a Saints win for me. Uh, but another game. Uh, this is probably going to be America's game of the week. It's the Buccaneers and Rams in the late afternoon game. It's Rams by one. Oh, wow! They're in L.A. Okay, Tampa they're in the Bay Coliseum. L.A. They're they're in yes, they're, they're in, the, in Coliseum. the Coliseum. Okay, well, that's that's that makes it different. Uh, you know, or, Matthew Stafford is playing amazing so far this season. Or the new uh, SoFi Stadium. I figured it might. No. Uh, is it is it in their new stadium? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. Uh, anyway, the. You know, Stafford is playing great this season. You could say that the Lions was the reason that they were holding him back. Uh, Cooper Cup playing great. Uh, Woods been mm-hmm. playing pretty consistent as well. Not doing too bad. I don't know. I don't know. But that Bucks offense and defense is just—it's so good. That's a and that's all. That's a tough line too. Just it one. <laughs> it basically should just say even. Yeah. It should, yeah. <laughs> one. That's a that's a rough line to take. It's kind of fifty fifty. It is. I, I think I take the Bucks. I take the Bucks. I think that I think the Bucks actually will win this game. Yeah, I, I would agree. I'm I'm gonna go against this line as well and take the Buccaneers. I mean, their offense and defense are scoring points. Edwards had two pick sixes. Yeah. To make it a forty eight twenty five. That was the final score of the Tampa Bay that was an, Atlanta uh, game. It was kind of wild. The one got batted yeah. up in the air, picked right. off, and they ran it in. That was great. Right. Was crazy. Tom had uh, five touchdown passes and. Gronk now has four on the touchdowns season. on the year. He's playing great. <laughs> he's like a, a, a little off tar- like topic here, but he's the number one tight end in fantasy this season. So yeah, far. it blows my mind. Are we back in like 2014 <laughs> or something over here? Um, um, Basically, they're they're running the whole show again. Yeah, those two crazy. Those two. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's going to be a good game. I think uh, it I might come down to defenses though. Yeah, it might honestly come down to defenses. It might just be, and it's going to be a very highly anticipated matchup, high power on the offensive end. But we will see come Saturday for OSU's game against Kansas State, as well as these other games for Sunday football. As for James, thank you very much again. Always a pleasure. Always, always. A pleasure. always uh, Always good to do it with you, man. Always good to do it with you. That concludes another episode of Before the Storm. Thank you very much for tuning in. Have a good one, folks.